Are you kidding me? The guy asked for something spooky. Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an exactly. God, I'm awesome. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicles. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercings? <laughs> like, no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. <laughs> How could I be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail, necessary, and appropriate backlash. On one side of the table, we have Chump Slap. Venus was at peak brilliance last night. You probably thought you saw something up in the sky other than Venus, but I assure you, it was Venus. On the other side of the table, Dr. Scientist. It's the footprints of a pig, the claw marks of a bear, and the excrement is clearly that of a man. (laughs) My name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, would I rather be feared or loved? Easy. Both. I want people to be afraid of how much they love me. (laughs) Welcome to Plotty Time. So let's start where we always start. Dr. Scientist, what have you been playing, doing, watching? What's going on with you? I just got a question quick, Papa Scott. Sure. Did you watch that X-Files episode that we talked about <laughs> off air? I did not get a chance. Uh, no. All right. No problem. I, I, I swear to you, I don't know if we'll get to it next week, but definitely the week after that. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. All right. I'm writing it down. Which one was it? What was it called? The Jose Chung's from Outer Space. Season three, episode ten. I yeah. Season three, episode ten. <laughs> From outer space. All right, I wrote it down. All right. All right, all right, all right. Uh, what did I watch this week? You ask, huh? That's what I you said. <laughs> well, I caught up on She-Hulk. Is it done now? No, I think there's one more episode. It definitely. She said there was going to be one more episode in the episode, so I assume there's at least one more. That's how they get the second season. There you go. Cliffhanger. Because <laughs> she breaks like the fourth wall or third wall. I don't even remember which one it is anymore. A lot. In it. I assume it's the fourth. Yeah, the fourth. So is it good? Is I, li- it I like it a lot. So it's very, it's very uh-huh. entertaining. And uh, in case you were iffy, I think both of you would actually enjoy it. But uh, the person who plays her dad in it is Cousin Larry. <laughs> get the fuck out. I thought he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> Cousin Larry from what? What am I missing? Perfect Strangers. Perfect Strangers with Donkey oh, Bartokamus. <laughs> oh. I thought you said Cousin Larry. I did. Yeah. Well, who was Cousin Larry on that show? The guy he lived with. Yeah, the one who wasn't Balky. The Perfect Stranger. Oh, that's hilarious. I know Balky and I'll forever know Balky, but I was like, never would have guessed what the other guy's name was. <laughs> I mean, I can see him. Like, I can see him in my head. I've yeah, seen the show a yeah. billion times, but completely forgot his name was Larry. I wonder if that show holds up. I bet I, it doesn't. I, doubt, <laughs> I bet it doesn't. The only episode I actually remember is when Balky gets like a starts betting on football games and wins all the time. And he's just like, well, no matter how much you charge somebody, you always get a bill. So the bills are going to beat the chargers. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. I don't even know if that was actually a Perfect Strangers episode. <laughs> it could have been. It, it sounds like something they would do for sitcoms. Yeah. yeah. Or like they accidentally schedule two dates and they have to like run in between the two. You know, sitcom yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I saw him. I'm like, man, he, he seems so familiar. And then like two weeks later, I saw on uh, Twitter. It's like, if you're wondering who this guy is. He's Cousin Larry. <laughs> he never did anything else. <laughs> Just these two credits. He was living off those fucking Balky residuals. Or Perfect Strangers residuals. Whatever. Uh, Dude, do you remember True Romance? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. When when Balky played the scumbag yeah, guy? Yeah, <laughs> When that one? That was... He was great in that. Yeah, he was. Hey, if you can play Balky. <laughs> he did. Pin... What's his name? Pin... Pin something? Pinson. Or something? Pinson Broncho? Pinson Bronson Pinchot? Bronson Pinchot. There, there we go. We got there. We got there. Pinson Broncho. That's my new screen name. <laughs> I'm writing Amazing. that down. I'm going to take it. Pinson Please Broncho. Do. <laughs> Dude, how do you think I come up with my whole spreadsheet of aliases? This stupid shit right here. <laughs> Hayfield Ruttencutter and Prinson Broncho. They start the band. It's a tag team WWE. Christ. Good stuff. <laughs> well, I also watched this other movie. Well, the other one was a show. This one's a movie. It's called Hashtag Squad Goals. Yeah. I've, I know what you're talking about. I've seen the poster. It's actually not that bad. What's it about? These kids in high school and then someone's going around killing the other kids and it 
they're like all these kids that are going for a scholarship, so they're trying to figure out who's doing it. Mm. Okay. It's a classic, you know, high school thrill kills. Is it like a slasher type situation? Sort of, yeah. Okay. Or a whodunit. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a mix of both. Like a scream. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll compare it to scream. All right. So if you have a chance, watch that one. It's a, I'll say a, a six. Oh. Okay. I'll, I mean, horror movie, slasher, six, that's... Yeah, you'll probably hate that's it. That's not bad yeah, at all. Bad. <laughs> Tis the season. Yeah. Tis the season. Sixes go a long way this month. <laughs> <laughs> Say that. All I played this week was I played more Persona 5 Strikers. Yeah? Yeah. It's, I mean, I'll finish the game. I'm not, I don't think I'm going to platinum it because there's a lot of grinding in it. And it's not as good as the other Persona because it's not a turn-based RPG. Mm-hmm. What is it if it's it, not that? It's an action... RPG kind of compared to beat up beat em up action RPG like God of War Dynasty Warriors is the best comparison I believe I made this comparison last week (laughs) possibly very possibly but it's I mean if you like Persona the story's good it just the combat gets really repetitive as it does in every single one of those games that's fair oh I got this move that hits 30 enemies at once I'll just do it over and over again right okay I don't Persona's just one of those series I never played any of them I just don't even know I know it's huge and I've heard of it, but I just, it missed me. I don't know. Yeah, same. Atlas makes great RPGs if you ever play RPGs. But uh, that's all I did. What about you, Papa Scotch? How was your rum springer? Oh, it was pretty good. I got 19 platinums. No big deal. Oh, Jesus Christ. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, they were the super impressive ones. They took just so long. Just so long to get. The baseball F. Uh, the jumping hot dog, the jumping hot dog turbo, the jumping hot dog PS4. Uh, What's that about? Hot dog turbo PS4. It's uh, I'm glad you asked. Thank you. (laughs) It is a a picture of a picnic table, and there's a hot dog on it, right? Mm -hmm. And you you press R1 to make a jump. I'm with you. (laughs) That's it. And then you do that two thousand times, and you get the platinum. Did you sign up for the? PlayStation Rewards before you did that, or the you know what pissed me off? I ordered, I bought like thirty dollars worth of games, and then next right day before. it was like, yeah, yeah. like, "Hey, here's PlayStation Stars." Yeah, yeah, we're gonna talk about that a little bit in the vibe check, but <laughs> to answer your question, to answer your question, I I did sign up for PS Stars. I didn't really know what it was. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I still don't. But then I got a notification on my phone. It's like, oh, you did the October check-in. Here's your points. I'm like, what is... <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thanks. Cool. And then, uh, oh, yeah, I'm talking. So, yeah, I got the baseball <laughs> tee, penguin pee, pigeon pee. It's a big, big, big to-do over here. Anything from Webedex. Webedex? Webnetix. All right, so you spent half hour playing those 19 games. Yeah, the baseball tee, I got the platinum in two minutes and 39 seconds. <laughs> oh, I played Stroke the Dog and the, the other game, Stroke the Cat. Why wasn't it pet? Because it was probably already a pet the, the dog. Well, yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, but that's, I, I played those and, ooh, I started a real game. No, you didn't. I don't believe it yet. I did. I started playing Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Oh, oh. wait. Wait, the new one. Or the one that's yes. the, okay, the whole new one. I wasn't sure if it was just the the single game release of... Yeah. No, the, the yeah. full game, uh, I started playing it, and I, I just got in a mood where I wanted to shoot stuff. It's that kind of year, and I don't think I'm purchasing Call of Duty if it doesn't have zombies. <laughs> That's fair. So I was like, well, I want to shoot stuff. So I was like, Borderlands, why not give it a shot? So I'm playing it, uh, a lot of standard Borderlands shit going on. Mm-hmm. I didn't Expected. realize that uh, basically the format is you're playing a game of D&D or Bunkers and Badasses. Yeah. Uh, Tina's the dungeon master, just like the DLC. And then you have two other people there who are playing with you. So when you do like, uh, like missions and stuff, they'll chime in and talk like as you know, they're they're playing the game. Mm -hmm. And, uh, one of them's voiced by Bronson Pincho. (laughs) Oh man. Broncho. No, uh, Andy Samberg. Oh, okay. okay. And the other one's Wanda Sykes. That's interesting. As a robot. It's pretty fun. Uh, I hate, I just started, I got to like level three. And really, the big difference of the whole thing, if you played the DLC for Tiny, Tiny Tina's Dragon Keep, it's in that vibe. Mm-hmm. But the big difference is there's this thing called the overworld now. And what that is, is it's like your character's in big head mode, and it's walking around the game board. Okay. And then and then you can like jump into dungeons, which are just like arena-type things. 
you can go to like the next world. So instead of just having maps and boards that are connected somehow it's through just, entrances, it's like a, it's like a board game. Like you walk to the new area. It's like Mario in. Three. Is there a lot of like yeah. arenas and shit? Because I, that was the worst part of Borderlands. There's a lot. Not dungeons? Yeah, the dungeons and the camps you can go attack. Uh, you also get random encounters. All of them are the same thing, which is uh, arena type stuff. Like you get dumped in a regular map. You fight an enemy till you clear the board. And then you phase out of there with your loot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. No, you're not selling it. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not done with it yet. I want to give it more time. <laughs> yeah, you're only level three, man. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, it's not Borderlands unless you at least beat the campaign. Like, I didn't get to their version of badass points because they don't unlock to, like, level 40. Yeah, yeah, fair. Which I think is the current level cap. Yeah, it makes sense. I think. Give you something I, to do after you level up all the way. Yeah. Yeah, and then you can also enchant items, which I don't understand what that is. But it's, you know, it's one of those things. It's Borderlands. You'll figure it out. Yeah, you know, yeah. When you finish the campaign. So... Yeah, I played that. Also watched a couple movies. Mm. Mm. Spooky? Plenty of spooky stuff. We're doing this thing now where we, we spent the last few weeks just as we think of them writing down horror movies. Nice. On like a scrap of paper and we throw it in the movie bowl. And the movie bowl decides our fate. Ooh, can we add stuff to them? <laughs> no, it's too late. Movie bowl's closed. Oh. oh. So we ended up watching Poltergeist. Okay. Which is, you know. Classic, yeah. Classic. Classic. Never not in the mood to watch Poltergeist. And then we watched Hellraiser from 1987, not the new one. Nice. The classic. OG one. Another classic. It was, I haven't seen that in fucking years, and it's great. Yeah. I love the first one. Uh, I don't know about, didn't you say recently you watched all of them? Yeah. I love the first <laughs> one. <laughs> Jesus. And then we watched uh, Alien, the OG Alien, mm -hmm. which, again, amazing movie. It was uh, The whole time you're watching Alien, because I, I probably haven't watched that in at least four or five years yeah and the whole time we're just both sitting there watching it and we're like this is a fucking great movie <laughs> like the chest burster scene is iconic yeah the whole space truck it's great if you haven't watched alien in a while go watch alien but the one thing i do want to talk about the new shit we watched which again another movie bull pick we watched rob zombies the monsters oh uh, that I, I i don't know if i could bring myself to watch it i don't think you'd like it really honestly his wife's the the wife, right? Yeah, and you know what? I will say she's pretty damn good in it. Oh, yeah? That's it's a first. Oh. <laughs> she's, well, she's playing, like, I don't think it strayed far enough away from the source material. Mm -hmm. Like, it was very, it was like you took the characters from the original show and just put new makeup on them. Yeah, yeah, that's the point, right? And uh, they were, I thought everyone was good in it, but it truly, it was a kid's movie. Like, it's PG. Like, it's not it's not for adults. So I was kind of a little bit turned off by that. Just, I don't know, maybe I wasn't in the mood for it. It's done very well. Mm -hmm. But all, like, the humor is, like, super kid's humor. It was really weird to see Rob Zombie do a kid's movie. Was it just, like, a love letter to the original monsters? Yeah, there was definitely a lot of that, but it was, it was like a prequel to the show, because it was Herman Munster falling in love with his wife. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. Morticia? And then the <laughs> no, that's, no Adams. That's, that's Adams. Lily. Yeah, there you go. I think is her name. And then they basically got swindled out of their castle in Transylvania and said, "Fuck it, let's move to California." So they go and move to California, mm. like the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. And then that's like the end of the movie. Like, is them getting to California, and then like the last sequence and the the like credit sequence is a shot for shot remake of the original intro. Oh, nice. So, but I mean. It's kid friendly. I don't know if you people out there have kids, but it's it's certainly fine for them. I don't think I'd watch it again. Yeah, but <laughs> but I, I don't regret watching it. I'll put it that way. Okay, solid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my thing. I don't regret watching it, <laughs> but I wouldn't do it again. So that's it. That's really all I did. How about you, there, Sir Chomp Slap? What so, are you uh, playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? I'm still playing Horizon. I think I'm at like level. 25, 26, 27, somewhere around there. Did you get any legendary weapons yet? No, man. <laughs> I think that's the one thing that game did poorly. Like, it didn't give me legendary weapons early enough. Because by the time I finished the campaign, I think I had one and I had to go find it. Yeah, I'm just getting into purple weapons now. So. Oh, yeah, you got some time. Don't waste your money upgrading the purple ones. Yeah, apparently. I already upgraded all the blue ones. So. Did you get to uh, the arena yet? I have... A mission to fix it or unlock it or something like that yeah go do that because you can go into the arena and that's where you can get serious uh 
money, like their their currency, whatever the arena currency is. Mm-hmm. I forget. But you get that money, and then the vendors only sell legendary weapons. So that's a great way to get. Oh, nice. That's the fastest way to get legendary stuff. Just FYI. Okay, cool. So yeah, still kicking that around. Good time, good time. Uh, Also finished up Comedy Bang Bang. Again? Yeah. Atta boy. Dunzo, dude. Is it still great? Oh, yeah. It's still the perfect background television show to just put on and do whatever the hell you're doing. So I, you- haven't seen, I haven't seen that in forever. I just remember my favorite thing, my favorite bit of the show is when they come back from commercial and they're talking about some nonsense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they get back to the show. And I remember the one time Paul F. Tompkins was one of the guests and they're about to go to commercial and they're talking about the Queen of England. And you just hear a blurb from him in the background like, oh, yeah, at Christmas they serve Corgi. <laughs> and I just lost it. It was fucking great. It, it's so good. If you guys haven't seen it, go fucking check it out because it's awesome. But I watched a couple movies too. Mm. Okay, interesting. I watched uh, the new Hellraiser. Oh, how was it? I've heard nothing but good things. It was good. It was. That's not selling it. I mean, had a lot of blood and gore. Well, it is Hellraiser. Yeah. This. I don't know. I thought it was awesome. It was fun. Fun. <laughs> it was, yeah. You know. That's what I say. It was a barrel of laughs. I didn't regret it. It was fun. <laughs> I heard it was uh, a little bit more of the psycho, or a little bit less of the psychosexual stuff, and yeah, use it for like a metaphor for addiction or something like that. Yeah, like the main character is an addict and steals the box for some rich guy. Blah blah blah. The lament configuration. It's the box, yes. Yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> Well, there's different configurations. Oh shit! That's yeah. right. You watched all the other movies. You're right. I'll take a step back. <laughs> God, I, they go over it in this one just to catch you up if it, when you watch it. Part of me wants to watch all those Hellraisers again because I think I've seen all of them except for the ones that came out like eight and nine. I think came out like the same year. Yeah, it was like or so I miss those. Yeah, you're not missing much because those sucked. But damn it, I mean well, it's still fun to watch. I mean it's still Hellraiser. There's still people getting yeah fun chains and shit and just get ripped apart. It's good stuff. And they. They keep. They don't keep using the same. Uh, what are they called? Ghouls. Cenobites. Cenobites. That's it. Yeah, that's they're it. different in every movie. Ghouls. <laughs> Ghouls and the goblins that they show that show up when you press that box. Yeah, there's some in this the one. Lament configuration. <laughs> exactly. There's no warning on that box at all. They're just like, let's see what this does. Oh God, I'm now getting tortured for the rest of my existence. Oh, I, do I just go in a circle around this circle? Boom. Yeah. But yeah, it's fun. It's a good time. The Cenobites are cool. A lot of them like are based off the old ones, I guess. But they're just like newly done. So check it oh, out. Oh, cool. Then I watched uh, Confess Fletch. Uh, I, I can't even make a joke about that. It's a new that. Fletch movie? That's what I, I was going to say, Fletch but I couldn't movie. think of what the Fletch movie was. It's called Confess Fletch. Who's that with John Hamm? John Hamm, yeah. Um, I saw it, it came out, but I, didn't, I, I don't know anything I about it. I keep Fletch. thinking Hitch. <laughs> it's a very different movie I yeah. think I don't know yeah that's uh, yeah, I, I don't know I'm so, could be anything who's in that one uh, Will Smith Bel Air yes his name is Will Smith <laughs> isn't uh, so John Hamm's in the new one but wasn't Chevy Chase in yes. the original Fletch yeah. I've never seen any of the Fletches what's that deal there's only about? two I think but I like I don't know I like the originals because it's Chevy Chase and it's his like dry witty sense of humor i guess mm. and john ham just doesn't i don't know he just didn't do it he's too sexy for that there are a lot of funny parts like just little blurbs that he says you know just like his little humor mm. the john ham humor ham humor well the the fletch written humor but <laughs> yeah you know what well, I, mean. I mean john ham's has yeah john ham's funny he's on comedy bang bang so <laughs> <laughs> i just remember his character from 30 rock well obviously mad men too but i've never seen mad men Right. His character in 30 Rock, I don't know if you saw that one. Never watched the No, I never saw that either. So he's just, he plays a guy that Tina Fey dates. He's like one of her random boyfriends, and he is like gorgeous, and everyone treats him in the world like he's a gorgeous person, and she's like, he, he'd be like at a restaurant, and he's like, hey, can I get this? And he just has this wild custom order, and they're like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they're just so taken aback by how gorgeous he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. So the one bit was they go out to eat again and and she puts the menu in front of his face and she's like, my friend would like blah, blah, blah. And the waitress goes, okay, I'm going to leave. 
And if you and I'm gonna come back, and if you don't pick something off the fucking menu, I'm gonna kick your ass out of here. And he's like, "She was so mean." It's like, yeah, that's how people interact in the real world. Oh, yeah. Glad I went on that tirade. A lot of people. I know I, yeah, it's great. I mean, people love John Hamm. I love John Hamm. I just don't think he was a good Fletch, but still worth a watch. Don't mm. regret watching it. You know what I mean? That that's the standard for our. What's a good thing? Yeah. I don't regret it, I guess. Well, if you can, if you can spend a good hour, 40 minutes or whatever, check it out. It's a good time. It's comedy, so, you know, there you go. It's a barrel of laughs. Right. And that's pretty much all I did, man. Cool. Slow week. Yeah, cool. it, was, it was a busy one. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's all you got? Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, he said he was uh, done. Sorry, I missed that part. I said um, I was done, dude. <laughs> yeah, really, dude. <laughs> dude. All right, fine. Then let's go move into our new segment, the Plotty Time Vibe Check. Oh my God! Don't say it like yeah. that. <laughs> is it too sexy? Like you guys? Yes. Tell me. It's, no, it's, it's too, too rapey. <laughs> Any hoodles? Yeah. So the first uh, thing we're going to talk about is PlayStation Stars. Oh snap! I take it we all signed up, huh? Yeah, I'm halfway through level one. Whoa! I started. I don't. Yeah, I like the idea that by playing the PlayStation 5 and doing things, or any PlayStation product, I can earn points to spend on games. I kind of like I like that idea. I think that's a good yeah. idea. But I don't like how one of them is like, buy any of these titles for $70. Well, I mean, that's and... exactly what the PlayStation credit card has been for the last 20 years. Yeah. That's true, but that was more of a... If you buy stuff at the store and use your card, you get like triple points. And I'm buying stuff at the store anyway, so I was like, "Yeah, so you just buy yeah. stuff." Yeah, I'm anyway buying now. stuff at the store anyway. <laughs> yeah, but, but I don't like how I have to ones. buy those specific games. Like, I'm not gonna. There's no fucking way in hell I'm buying Madden 23. You can get out of here with that. Yeah, it's not even hockey. I'm just pissed it didn't start 15 years ago. Right. Although yeah, I probably would have just spent nice. them on the baseball B. <laughs> the hot dog jumping game. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Those things aren't free, you know. They're like a dollar. <laughs> so I also, uh, you'll never be able to convince me that those little digital token things weren't planned as NFTs. Like, you'll never be able. To, oh, yeah, yeah. They were clearly going to be NFTs. And they're like, oh, shit, this thing's, maybe it is a scam. <laughs> and then they. <laughs> I mean, Enjoy these, they're no uh, different than avatars. Yeah, that's true. But at least we don't pretend they're worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> true. They can just sell your login. Oh, people love it. <laughs> I'll sell my login for all my trophies. A dollar a trophy. <laughs> I wish I had NFT news. I'm sorry. I'll have to look for that. But I don't the, know if uh, that fits in the vibe check. Yeah, I'm not vibing that. So fucking yeah, PS Stars. Uh, oh, yeah, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> maybe it's worth it. We'll, time will tell. It's free, so how can it not be? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good True. point. <laughs> yeah, like we're paying for it, but something people did pay for and regretted, Stadia is pulling the plug. Oh, back who regretted the, such a thing? I don't know. I can't I can't believe nobody saw this coming. <laughs> In January, it's going dark. They are refunding everybody's money for it, which That's is kind of wild. weird. Well, if you paid for the months. I don't think I get refunded for the months I played paid of PS or just, PS just Google the Pro or whatever you spent for the thing or whatever. Yeah, just for the controller like the the founder pack I got. Oh, they're giving all the money back? Not the month's subscription, but the founder pack they're oh, paying wow. me back. And for whatever games what were purchased, I don't think I purchased any. Maybe one. You didn't even play it. I played 20% of the game Guilt. Mm. That's about it. And I tried playing Destiny too, but it's just it's not a good game. Yeah. Well, it's not that it's a good game. It's just... It's on Stadia. The game <laughs> itself is great. It's just by the time... I remember when it came out for Stadia, it had already been out for like six fucking years. Yeah. They really need to make a third one of that. Yeah, or retire it and do something else. Like, do something. Do, don't, stop calling it Destiny 2. Yeah. Hmm. I think you should make a Stadia episode and get all our quotes about Stadia from before. I think we should just talk about it for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> But I barely have info to talk about, and you guys have nothing. Yeah. Unless you guys are coming with jokes. Mm, I'm sure we could. Mm, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so rest in peace, Stadia. You're just way ahead of your time. That's why it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, way ahead of your time. And then uh, the other piece of news I want to talk about, the Dead Space remake is coming out in January, right? Sure. Mm. The information came out that it is going to cost... Full price, 70 bucks. <laughs> LOL. Yeah, not gonna happen. Let me know when it's 10 and maybe I'll buy it. I just, it's like, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not gonna buy it for 70 bucks. I really want to play it again. 
Yeah, but not for but, 70. No, I'll be... The Callisto Protocol comes out in, like, what, December? Yeah, but what if you get extra points for it? Star points. If I can use... That'd be, <laughs> that'd be a kick in the dick if they're like, yeah, get 1,000 star points. Is that what they call them, star points? I don't know. We'll call them star points. Oh, yeah. So what do you guys think about that? Like, this is supposed to be the fall of $70 games. Like, all the new games coming out, like God of War, Callisto Protocol, there's a bunch of them. Overwatch 2 just dropped. That's free, though. You're right, that is free. <laughs> but there's a lot of games coming out this fall. All of them are coming out for 70 bucks, yeah. including NHL 23, which, yeah, I already bought. Well, it makes sense. I mean, some Super Nintendo games were 60 bucks when they came out, so. I remember Turok. Remember Turok Dinosaur Hunter with the black cartridge? Yeah. It was like 65, and people are like, what are you thinking? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know how long ago that was? <laughs> for fuck's sake. 95. Four ninety six. Yeah, so seventy bucks. I don't care. That's fine. I mean, I don't have a problem with new games being seventy dollars if I truly feel like I can get like a lot of time out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like a Horizon or Fallout yeah. or something. If I'm playing it for, I try to think of it as like an hour of entertainment. Like if I go to see a movie, it's like what twelve bucks. That's like six dollars an hour of entertainment. Versus if I play a like Horizon for seventy hours, that's a dollar an hour. Yeah, that's worth it to me. Oh, hell yeah. I just, I really want to try to avoid getting in with the hype and buying a $70 game day one and it being like, ooh, this is oh, another like anthem. Callisto Protocol? That better not suck. I'm going to be so mad if that sucks. Do you see the how long the campaign is? Uh, yeah, it wasn't like 11 to 13 or something like yeah. that? No, so it would be what, 6 to 8? Like 12 to 15, I think it's said. Whatever, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, something not 40. Yeah. But apparently, they, yeah, they followed that up by saying something like, well... There's like other branches you can go that reward replayability or whatever. Yeah, what does that mean? A, a lot of good and bad true endings. You can play with your left hand. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I don't know. I just, I'm definitely at the point in my life where I've already bought games. I have a huge queue lined up. I can wait a month or two, you know? Yeah, exactly. I'm back over 30. You sick fucks. You have over 30 games in your queue? Oh, yeah. I'm very impressed that you keep, like, a list and you just roll through it. Yeah. Does stuff, like, do you always just put it at the end? Or no, if something I, I like, shuffle them around. And then if it comes up and I just, like, not not vibing with it, I move it back <laughs> a couple. He's got a sure. game bowl. <laughs> kind of like your yeah, movie Yeah, yeah, a game bowl. Nice. <laughs> the movie bowl's been good to us. I, I love the game bowl idea. Yeah, why not? So that is all I got for the plotty time vibe check. Oh, we're vibing now. So how about we get into the game? How about it, guys? All right. All right. Yeah, we can check it out. Uh, this week, we're talking about the game Nightmare Before Christmas, Oogie's Revenge. Uh, it's Oogie. Oogie. Oogie who? Fucking. Well, it's Oogie Boogie, not Oogie Boogie. Come yeah. on. <laughs> Did you never see the movie? Well, down here, they say it. Oogie. Oh, so, okay, yeah. In the South. Oogie Boogie. In the South, that's what they call it. Uh, it was released October 21st, 2004, and if you guys and our listeners remember, I now sing the number one song in the country. Mm. Well, I wouldn't call it singing. Well, I try to... Serenade. <laughs> Again, if it's too sexy, you guys gotta tell me. Okay, we will. Alright, you guys ready for this song? Remember, October 21st, 2004. I'm gonna close my eyes and listen, yeah? Uh, Backcountry. You may look at me you think that I'm just a young girl, but I'm not just a young girl, baby. This is what I'm looking for. Sexy, independent, down to spend it. That's a getting his dough. I have oh, no oh, idea. Oh, is that a lot of more It sounds like Cartman. <laughs> All of them sound like Cartman. Let's stop saying it sounds like Cartman. That had to be Taylor Swift. 2004? I don't think she was in anything. Oh, fucking you guys, no. you're not going to get it. Like, it is. The song is Goodies by Ciara featuring Petey Pablo. Which one were you? <laughs> that was both. I combined the voices. Nice. Number one movie in the country, October 21st, 2004. We're going to start with the tagline because they, they don't, they're not great clues. <laughs> the tagline for this movie is It never forgives, it never forgets. Once you see it, you can never forget. Dumbo drop. <laughs> Oh, no, it's not Dumbo. That was like 97. I don't know. Elephants never forget, right? Tusk. <laughs> no, it was after that. 
At least you went with a horror movie, guys. October 21st. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saw. Ah, there you go. Here's the synopsis. I think you guys might. It's a tough one, though. An American nurse living and working in Tokyo is exposed to a mysterious supernatural curse, one that locks a person in a powerful rage before claiming their life and spreading to another victim. Uh, the grudge. It is the grudge. There you, you nailed go. it. Nice. We got one. And then uh, this day in history, <laughs> October 21st, 1950, the death penalty was abolished in Belgium. I fucking knew it. So it was released for PlayStation 2, developed by Capcom, published by Buena Vista Games, it is an action-adventure hack and slash, and Sir Chomp Slap, mm-hmm. you picked it for this week, mm-hmm. so how about you lead us in? Tell us what this game's all about. Okay, let's do this. Well, it's about the Nightmare Before Christmas guys, uh, Jack Skellington, and he's it's a year after the movie, and it's Halloween again, and he's like... Dude, Halloween needs to be frightened up, man. We need new, improved shit. He's always trying to make Halloween. He's always tired of Halloween. Why is he even fucking... No, he's not tired of it. He wants to make it scarier. Yeah, he does. More dangerous. So he's like, okay, I'm going to go talk to this Dr. Finkelstein, who's just like a... You may remember from the movie. Well, if you've never seen the movie, it's like Mad Genius. Dr. Frankenstein, obviously. I watched the movie, like, I think a year or two ago. I, I didn't remember anything from it. Me neither, man. Uh, were you guys fans of this? Because there's a community that's very, very devoted to it's this right. movie. It's okay, but it's not. No, I'm Tim, not a fan. I, I think know. Tim Burton's overrated. No. I, I I kind of agree. It's beautiful. I love the stop motion. I mean, look at Batman, dude. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's okay. It's an all right movie. But no, I'm not a big fan. Like all the middle-aged white women are. Yeah, dude. Some That's what I'm trying to get at. Some people are <laughs> really into the <laughs> Yeah. And I think it's good. I think it's fine. I like it. It's just I'm not the person that's like, oh, dude, Halloween's coming up. It's on constant rotation at our house. We watch it 15 times. Yeah, I got the soundtrack blasting in my car. And I know I did a little straw man there, but I swear there are people who are really into this movie. Oh, yeah, there definitely are. And I really don't get it. It's It was a great premise idea to be like, oh, we're going to make a Halloween and Christmas movie. <laughs> Genius. And it's going to be stop motion animation. Yeah, people are going to love it because it looks cool. How did he get funding for that? Good for him. I know, right? He did good. But anyway, so you get this uh, soul robber from Dr. Finkelstein. It's kind of one of those like sticky hands you get out of a vending machine. You know what I'm talking about? You like slap a dollar bill and pull it back because the hand's sticky and it's stretchy. No, I'm talking to myself. All right. That's, that's a way to describe it, I guess. Like the things you get in like the, the fucking... The little toys, yeah. The... Gumball machine. There it is. I couldn't think of the word (laughs) gumball machine. Jesus Christ. I am pretty sober, too. Yeah. It's going to be a rough one. Yeah, well. Well, you get one of these. That's your weapon. Blah, blah, blah. You leave the doctor in charge. He's like, you take care of this place. I'm going to go look around for crazy new stuff. New tricks, new treats, new new everything. So he's uh, constantly trying to improve the Halloween process. Yes, he always wants more. He just can't be content with his life. He just oh, needs more spooky. Just can't be happy. It has to be spooky. Mm-hmm. I got it. He did say make it spooky. He did in this one. <laughs> so then Jack leaves and you see the three little kids, Lock, Shock, and Barrel. And they decide, oh, Jack's gone. We'll just resurrect Oogie because no, no, it's cool. And Oogie likes to fuck things up and we're little brats. So they resurrect Oogie. Sally is like, hey, I'm going to throw this magical paper airplane. I hope it reaches you, Jack. It's got an SOS on it. So Jack comes back to town. It's now Christmas Eve, I think. Mm-hmm. So he, there's people talking to him. They're like, dude, Oogie's sewn back together. There's booby traps all over the town. You need to help us, Jack. You need to save Halloween Town. So he gets to the town square and he fights Oogie's Shadow, which is the first main boss. And he... Kills it, and he gets the Halloween... No, he doesn't kill it. He beats it up, it runs away, and leaves the Halloween holiday door. Apparently, there's right. seven doors to... Don't you remember in the woods in the movie? Was it in the movie? Yeah. I yeah. Oh, See, that's what I was going to ask. I don't remember <laughs> so, the yeah. movie that much. <laughs> that's uh, He goes into the woods because he's like, oh, Halloween could be better. This is very much the same setup as the movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But 
he goes in the woods, he stumbles upon like seven trees, I think it is, and they, they all have like a different holiday on him. He's like, what the fuck is this? And he goes into the Christmas one. And, yeah, yeah, okay. So on, so forth. Yeah. So he gets the Halloween door back. He's like, oh, cool. Whatever. <laughs> talks to some people, talks to some witches at a shop. Then he talks to this clown. He's like, yo, you gotta, you gotta open the gate. And he's like, okay. Mm-hmm. But I gotta tell you, buddy, the baddies kidnapped Sally. Sally, your main girl, your main squeeze. <gasps> they took her to the cemetery, dude. So he's like, all right, fine. I'm gonna go fucking to the cemetery. I'm gonna find her. I'm gonna free her. She's, she'll love it. So he, he runs into lock, stock, and, or lock, shock, and barrel again. They're in their bathtub with the feet walking around. And Locke jumps out. He's like, I'm going to fight you, fucker. Summons a bunch of monsters. Fight. Blah, blah, blah. And you win. Locke runs away. He's like, all right, I will never help Ogie again. And he has his fingers crossed behind his back. This happens a lot in this fucking game. Mm-hmm. Sure does. So he's in the cemetery. He finds his dog, Zero. His ghost. His ghost dog, Zero. Well. It's still his dog. I mean, he's a skeleton man. And Zero's going to help him find the hanged men that hang from the, the hanged men tree in the middle of the cemetery. And they're going to help him by telling him if they saw Sally or whatever. Yeah, this was definitely something I didn't remember at all. The hangman tree. No, yeah. Like, I, re- I remember, like, the main characters. I remember, like, the kids, the three kids. Yeah. The three but kids, the, side the mayor. And the mayor, yeah. But not, like, these guys. No, I don't know if this was in there. It might have been. Probably a little fucking just nothing. Well, fucking go on to the Reddit. Let us know, people. Are we idiots? I forgot everything about this story. Start a thread. I dare you. I am. (laughs) (laughs) But he gets all the hangmen back to their tree. And they're like, when he's doing that, the paper airplane finally just lands at his feet. I don't know. if There's no point right now. Because he already knows what's going on. Mm -hmm. So the tree's like, well, all these hangmen, they heard they heard some noises over there, so go check it out. So he goes to where they heard the noises in some type of underground crypt or something. Locks back. He's fighting again. So he beat him up, beat all his monsters. He runs away. And there's a spider boss here. Check it. Fucking spider boss. Spider boss. Snag Sally, ties her to the roof, and you got to beat him up, get her back. And once you beat up the spider boss... He had the Valentine door, of course. That's right. And I believe Sally has the key to Finkelstein's manor. Mm-hmm. And she's like, here, go. And uh, Pumpkin King, hint, hint. And then Jack's like, that's right. I should be use my Pumpkin King powers and fight. That's genius. So he mm-hmm. goes to the doctor's house. Shock's there now. So you got to fight Shock. And mm-hmm. she summons some ghosts. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So you beat them. Uh, then you have to go on a biscuit retrieval mission for, for Igor. And Igor's hungry. Because he's like, you can't get past me, motherfucker. I need a biscuit. So you go. You get him a biscuit. And you finally make it to Finkelstein. Oh, shit. Guess what? Finkelstein's brain was taken and swapped with the noogie brain. I knew it. I did. I knew it. I knew it the first time I saw that's, it. That's the only reason that he was putting booby traps all over the town and everything. Because Oogie was controlling him the whole time, dude. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to it in a sec. I, I just, because the mayor said he put around all the, the booby traps because he wanted to make things more dangerous. Yeah, yeah. spooky for when Jack got back. Yeah, because Jack wanted it more spooky and shit. And then, But then did the mayor and the town do it, or did they just I, everyone take over? put booby traps around their houses and stuff, I think the mayor said. Trying to impress Jack. Yep, just trying to get Jack to be like, oh, this is nice, thanks, guys. Jack didn't want booby traps, idiots. <laughs> you think they'd fucking know better. Yeah, you know? seriously. You don't even know Jack, do you? Anyway, you switch his brain out, get his normal one, because it's just sitting on a table there. So you're like, all right, let's just swap it back in. And he's like, oh, thanks, Jack. Here's a St. Patty's door and a Santa suit, you know, so you can wear a Santa suit. And I think you get more powers. Or Oh, yeah, if you put the Santa suit on, you get wep- a weapon that's Christmas gifts. There are booby traps. So okay. don't know why that's in Halloween land, but it is. So you're leaving. You run into Barrel now. And he's like, haha, I made a maze. Oh, God, you made it through. So you fight him. You beat his monsters. And you get the Thanksgiving Day door. Okay. And you're like, okay, cool. I'm getting so many doors. I don't know what to do with them. 
So then you run into Clown and he's fucking dicking around on a motorized unicycle. He's like, I can't stop. We'll see. Help him. That has nothing to do with the story. And then you go and help the Vampire Brothers. They were cursed by Oogie because they didn't want to help him take over all the holidays or Halloween or whatever. So they, they were turned into bats and they were stuck like that. So this is where we get the whole backstory of what Oogie is trying to do here. Oogie. <laughs> Oogie. Do I keep saying Oogie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Oogie. Oogie. <laughs> like Nuggie. Got it. Right. He's like the boogeyman. The Oogie Boogie, man. Oogie Man. Don't you remember Oogie. the song he sings? Boogie Oogie Boogie. Boot Scoot Noogie. <laughs> Boot Scoot Noogie? <laughs> oh, man. That's a good one. That's a good one, right? Anyway. Like Prince and Braun show. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you help them all, get them back to their normal selves, and they're like, here's the plan, dude. Oogie told us before we said no, so we're going to tell you. His plan was to kidnap all the other holiday leaders, steal their doors <laughs> so they couldn't get back to their holiday lands, and be the king of all seven holidays. You're like, okay, that's fucked up, but I guess we should stop him. Mm-hmm. So you eventually make it to the mayor who's stuck in a cage hanging from a tree. And you're like, oh, I'll save you, dude. Get him out. And in the process, you have to fight Lock, Shock, and Barrel, all three of them this time. And once you defeat them, you get the Independence Day door. And you're like, oh, sweet. Now you kids are fucking little brats, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, ha, ha, trick. They push a button, a portal opens under Jack, and he gets dropped into Oogie's Corridor Magma Maze. And Mag- magma maze. he's walking through the maze, dodging traps, not falling in lava, you know. And he finds all, all the leaders are tied up in bags and behind in cages. But he doesn't see Santa anywhere. So he's like, oh, what the fuck's going on? So he gets to Oogie. And he's in some big roulette wheel stage thing. So you beat him. You fight him. Beat him. And it's like, ha idiot. That was my shadow again. And he's like, oh, fuck. So the shadow disappears. And it turns out the real Oogie. I don't know where you found this information. Real Oogie's in the Christmas town. Right. Oh, so once you beat the shadow, you get the Easter door. Okay, whatever. And you find out the real Oogie's in Christmas town. Yeah, because it's almost Christmas. Yeah, it's Christmas Eve. Right now. And you tell the mayor, you're like, look, I'm going to the woods. I'm putting the doors back. Here's where the leaders are. Go save them. And boom, bring them back to the lands after I put the doors back. And the mayor's like, yeah, no fucking problem, bro. So you go talk to Sally on the spiral hill, the fucking super famous spiral hill. Everyone knows that. And he sings some bullshit song about I'll love you forever. Blah, blah, blah. And you go off to the hinterlands. To replace all the doors. You get there. You're fighting giant monsters. They drop the Christmas door. And you're like, yes, now I can go to Christmas Town. You put the door back. You go to Christmas Town. And <sighs> Oogie's fucking everything up, dude. He's just fucking destroying Christmas Town. He's like, I'm going to fucking... I'm going to destroy it. I'm going to take over Christmas Town because I want to rule all the fucking holidays. But Jack's like, no, sir. I'm going to fix everything. He goes back, fixes shit. And then... He saved Santa Claus, who's, I don't remember what, if he was just like hung from a... No, he was in, he was in an elaborate train trap. Oh, that's right. <laughs> the classic train trap, classic villainy, you know. This train was going to take a fucking while, but it was going to kill him. Jack saves him. And Oogie's like, oh shit, takes off in Santa's sleigh. He's like, nah, you ain't getting shit, buddy. And then Sally shows up and she's like, here, have this skeleton sled. Sleigh, whatever. I believe is that that's from the movie, right? Skeleton, yeah, he, coffin yeah, sled, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. He, he wanted to the, be like Santa and do his version, so he made the. He has the skeleton reindeer, and yeah. zero leads the way. Yeah, man, you guys should have watched the movie before you did this. <laughs> Why? That's it's not what this is about. Pretty fucking the sleigh. I remember the sleigh. It's pretty metal. Like it's yeah. pretty badass. It's a coffin. Yeah. And isn't zero like Rudolph? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or the Rudolph analog, whatever. Correct. So I've been told. <laughs> <laughs> So, turns out, right before Oogie took off, this sneaky little fucking elf threw one of the Christmas gift booby traps in the sleigh. Sure. It goes off. Oogie gets taken out of the sleigh. He just flies out of the sleigh, and the sleigh just goes on without him. And he ends up in the holiday dump, like where all the leftover garbage from the holidays goes, I guess. 
and he just gets really pissed off and starts absorbing everything. All these little bugs, like wrapping paper garland bugs and shit, just get sucked into him, and he becomes giant oogie. Mm-hmm. So now you gotta fight him. And what do you do? You beat the shit out of him. And Santa's like, dude, thanks a lot. That was very nice of you. Good stuff. And you're like, all right, cool. I'm going back to Halloween land. Everything's kosher now. So he gets back to Halloween land. He's like, everything I needed was right here. Life is great. Again, learning the same goddamn lesson he just learned in the movie. Yeah, what's... what's I think he's going to do the same thing next year. Yeah, bro. Every year he's going to have Halloween. He's like, this was amazing. This was great. What a fantastic Halloween. It's got to be scary. Just need more. (laughs) It's just not good enough. It's really a tale about addiction. Pretty much. Wow. Just a a massive hole he can't fill. Mm Mm-hmm. Nothing's good enough. He's chasing that first high. Maybe that's why they sell all this shit at Hot Topic. I think you're onto something. I think so. It's a just like Hellraiser. It's a metaphor for addiction. Yep. It used to be a metaphor for weird sex shit. <laughs> <laughs> weird sex shit. I thought we don't kink shame here. I, I didn't say it was terrible or anything. I just said it was weird. It could be weird to me. I don't. Whatever floats your boat, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if people are out there getting into like exposed organs in their experiences, but what do I know? What I don't do I know. know. I think I've seen somebody with a that weird slit neck that was torn, pulled apart, you know, like a yeah, cenobite. The, the descended ne- Yeah. That's pretty fucking gnarly. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> They're all gnarly. All the cenobites are gnarly and great. Oh. Oh, that's, that's the game, though. That's it. We did it. We got through it. We got through the Nightmare Before Christmas, Oogie's Revenge. Ooh, he said it right. I really had to think about it. That's why I said it. <laughs> so uh, let's then uh, talk about our final thoughts. How about it? Let's fucking do it, bro. Uh, I think I'll go first this time. Okay. Go for it. I just, I would. I just don't remember. Oh, I think I know. I'm supposed to talk about for this. Did this video make you want to open that Christmas door? Was the story good could it use more gore and out of 27 stars would you give this three or more you prepared that ahead of time and don't you lie to me i didn't (laughs) i wasn't that impressed it wasn't that good i mean it wasn't bad it's better than any i've ever done (laughs) well yeah but that's a low bar to do dude it's a low bar got it oh snap um okay so uh did watching this video make me want to play it not really. I mean, if I was really a big fan of Nightmare Before Christmas and I wanted to do anything in that world, this would probably certainly ring all those bells for sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, as someone who hasn't revisited the series in a while, and uh, like I said, I enjoy it. Not a huge fan, but I enjoy it. Uh, I I don't think the video made me want to play it anymore. Right. Uh, did the story work for me? I, I think overall it did. I like the idea that you're Jack... You go away for a little bit, you come back, everything's fucked, and now you have to go re- retrieve all the doors. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand how Oogie got out and was able to accomplish all of this, but that's not really cohesive. Well, Lockshock and, and Barrel got him out. That. Yeah, they sold that's it back tr- together. That's true, but I don't know. It seems like a stretch considering the first game. Like, did he see all the doors in oh, the yeah, first there game? Was a game. Like, there was a first game? Sorry, the first movie. <laughs> the first story. There and then he's like, oh, I got to get through those doors next time I get alive again. Yeah, right? Like, that's the first thing he does is like, I'm going to take over all the holidays. Well, he's probably been thinking about it for a whole year. And the thing that they also did in the movie, but they did in this game as well, is like that whole situation. And I'm just using one dumb example, but the whole dump yeah. situation where it's like, oh, this world doesn't talk about how they get through their sanitation. And, you know, as viewers, who really gives a shit? But they're like, oh, we need somewhere to have the showdown. Like, let's have the dump. They have a dump? Yeah, they got to throw their garbage somewhere. Let's just put in a dump. Yeah. Like, it doesn't really make sense with the narrative. It didn't make sense why the dump had other holiday garbage in it. Yeah, like all of them funnel into this. Because in the original movie, I was led to believe, or tell me if you guys <laughs> thought the same thing. But the, those worlds, the holiday worlds, didn't know anything about each other. Yeah, exactly. Like, Jack discovered the doors and went into Christmas World and whatever, but now in this one, they all know about each other, which does make sense if it's a year later that they all know about each other. But also, if you're in one of these other worlds that's not Halloween World, like, you gotta be paying attention 
to, to what Halloween World is doing, right? Yeah. Like, like if an enemy's gonna come, it's gonna come from Halloween World. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't know. What else? The only other thing I'd add is, what the fuck is in St. Patrick's Day world? I was thinking the same, dude. That's probably a wild ass world. It's just hell. That's where I'd worry about the people coming from. (laughs) It's just, is it like a leprechaun world? Is it just college students getting sloppy? Like, what is I did say hell. Mm -hmm. You did say hell. You sure did. Who's the leader? (laughs) St. Patrick? Yeah, of course. (laughs) There's no snakes there, though. That's why. Because <laughs> St. Patrick runs that shit. Yeah. There you go. There's another story. St. Patrick leaves St. Patrick's Day world to go kill the other snakes in other worlds. That's fine. There's got to be snakes. That's why you attack in... Halloween world. Yeah. There's plenty of snakes. But anyway, so to wrap this shit up, what score would I give it? Um, It's definitely not in the bottom tier of games we've done. Mm. So. Well, that's it's not a low bar. <laughs> Maybe it is a little bar. But I wouldn't say it's anything groundbreaking or amazing. Most of the shit was just rehashed from the movie. Uh, the only difference was in the movie, he found the doors. In this, he had to go save the doors, which apparently can be removed from the trees somehow. Yeah, then you can't get it. My understanding yeah. of doors is once you take them off, you can get in easier. Right. <laughs> They're magic doors, though. I get that. I don't think you do. Whatever, dude. <laughs> so I am going to give it a... I, Fuck it. I'll go with a six. That's fair. Uh, I I think it wasn't trash. It wasn't bottom of the barrel. It was just kind of paint by numbers. If you gave me a half hour to write a synopsis, a synopsis of what the video game is, I would have written this. Yeah. I don't think it was anything crazy, but that's how I feel about it. So how about you, Dr. Scientist? Mm-hmm. Did watching this video make you want to buy a bunch of shit at Hot Topic? <laughs> How am I going to rhyme with that? That was your uh, fault, man. That was my fault. Did the story work for you, or was it super sick? <laughs> I was going to say, was it off topic? <laughs> <laughs> what score out of 27 stars do you think you'd give this biopic? It's a biopic? <laughs> yes. Do you guys say biopic or biopic? Biopic. I say biopic, eh, too. It depends on how I'm vibing that day. It Bi- could be either, I think, yeah. are acceptable. Yeah. I guess. I say biopic. It makes more sense. But you also say GIF, so. Ooh. Yeah, the correct ter- pronunciation. That's no. right, I do. No, no. <laughs> this will be the end of us. <laughs> this is it. This is what we did. It Also, a hot dog is not a fucking sandwich. No. We'll, we'll get into it later. No, we do not have to get into any of this bullshit. <laughs> yeah. If hoagies are sandwiches, hot dogs are sandwich. No, it's, you know what? Talk about the game. What's a, sauce, <laughs> what's a sausage sandwich if not just a different type of hot dog? Exactly. <laughs> or a meatball like... sandwich. All right. Let's not do this. I, we can stay here and prove Papa Scott's wrong all day. I just, it's its own thing. It's not a sandwich. All right, fine. <laughs> How many holes does a straw have? <laughs> Whoa. What color is the dress? Is it black and gold? Or I've, is it I've seen all of them. What was that one? Yeah, it was uh, black yeah. and gold. And it was black white and gold. gold and... Or blue or whatever. Anyway, yeah. would I play this game? No, but it did make me want to play Kingdom Hearts again to go back to the Nightmare World. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they have the best weapon, Pumpkinhead. Nightmare World? I completely forgot this shit was in Kingdom Hearts. Was it in the, the one we went over? <sighs> yeah. The first one? I think so. If not oh, that one, two and three. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> we did that a long time ago. Yeah, really? Uh, did the story work for me? I mean, it was all right. It was almost exactly like the movie done over again, mm-hmm. just with extra bosses thrown in. If it ain't broke, don't fix yeah. it. Good point. I mean, Oogie's the bad guy. Jack's the good guy. Sandy shows up. Is her name Sally? They, they were calling Santa Claus Sandy. Oh, oh. I was thinking, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it's Sandy Claus. Yeah. I mean, it's all right. It's your... Boilerplate, Nightmare Before Christmas story. Right. Uh, not really much to say about it. It was all right. Yeah. Uh, how many stars did I give it? I also gave it six stars. Oh, shit. Okay. I mean, it's nothing spectacular. Just your normal, everyday, average stuff, which is oh. six stars. Yeah, that's, book. that's perfectly average. Yeah. <laughs> I'll throw that back in there with the other games I gave six stars. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Yeah, it was, like I said, it wasn't complete trash. Wasn't anything amazing or groundbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. The narrative moved forward, so that's immediately like three stars. Yeah. Yeah. And it made more sense than half the games we do. 
Mm-hmm. That's for damn sure. So then, uh, I guess it's your turn, man of the hour, guy who went over this shit. So, Sir Chumpslap. Bring it. Did watching this video make you fall in love with Sally? Mm-hmm. The story worked for you, or should it be dead in an alley? Nice. <laughs> what score out of 27 stars do you think you'd run past the galley? The galley. I didn't see that coming. It <laughs> hey, doesn't make sense. First thing I thought of. Galley. Of I thought I was going to say valley or something. People, whatever. Shut up. What Answer questions. Uh, Do I want to play it? No. It's not that good looking. What is this? PS2 game? Right? E- short answer, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. It is. But it felt like it was one of the less graphically impressive ps2 games yeah, you know what i mean yeah exactly okay i mean it was uh, it looked like okay but i don't care enough about this world or feel like playing a beat up disney movie with a lot of songs it sounded like in it so yeah, no i won't play it. it did the story work for me as far as the movie worked for me yeah same you guys said it same story slightly different mm-hmm. but yeah i mean it's it's all just average shit Bad guy comes in, fucks stuff, something up. You gotta fix it. Boom. Done and done. So, that brings me to stars for the galley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They want to know. The galley wants to know. Uh, I would... Maybe it's a perfect six. But no. Nah. I'm gonna give it a five, because it's just... They just copy-pasted the whole movie, so... Mm. Almost a perfect six. Yeah. I mean... I like, though, that's... You didn't try to force the perfect six. Yeah. You know? But that gives us a score of 17, and that is... Top five this year so far. <laughs> no, Jesus. That's one point fewer than we gave Cry of Fear two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Two points more than we gave D, which I, th- I think that's about right. Yeah, it probably fits in between those two games. Yeah, makes sense. And then uh, Resistance 2, we gave a 19. I don't remember Resistance 2's story. Oh, yeah, I kind of do. Uh, aliens. Yeah, the, yeah I mean, I, don't, I remember the basic part of it. It also ended... Underground with- Towers? Is that that one? It also ended with like the place getting nuked while they're sitting there. Yeah, the ending of that game made it. Yeah. But that's it. If we got nothing else to say, then uh, I guess we'll go ahead and sashay over to our favorite segment of every week, which is Dr. Scientist Classic 90s album, Log of the Week. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, blah, 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 90s. <laughs> Perfect. Every week, <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> we asked Doctor Scientist for a guaranteed amazing '90s album recommendation, and he has never let us down. This week, Doctor Scientist, what do you got for us? All right, this album was released February thirteenth, nineteen ninety-six, the day before Valentine's Day. Ooh, I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Doubt <laughs> it. Actually, hmm. it's the second and final studio album of this group. Ooh. The first was critically and commercially unsuccessful, but the record company decided to give them another chance and gave them $135,000 and granted them complete artistic control of their follow-up album. Well, Green Jelly only made two albums. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to guess Blind Melon. No. Well, I'm going to let him continue. I was going to give him a hint, but he made a guess. I want to see if you have a guess. No, I'll wait for the hint. All right, I'll let Papa Scotch go again because he's behind. All right, fair enough. Thank you. <laughs> One of the songs was they planned on rewriting the song, like using this rewrite of the song, mm-hmm. but the original artists refused, and then it turned into just being a cover. Hmm. It does sound like Green Jelly. Anarchy and Bedrock. <laughs> but that, that wasn't just a cover. They, they didn't re- they yeah, they did rewrite it. I don't even think they asked about it. Then. Yeah, it's parody law. Uh, Second studio album with a cover on it second and last studio album mm-hmm. that apparently the studio didn't believe in too heavily because they gave him pennies to make it because mm-hmm. their original first album wasn't a success huh. this is a tough one yeah i, I, I was trying to make it vague because you yeah. guys popped off on the clues last time yeah I don't know, it just came to me last time i got nothing this time you got lyrics yeah cool all right let's do that gun blast think fast i think i'm hit my girl pinched my hips to see if i still exist I think not. I'll send a letter to my friends, a born-again hooligan, only to be king again. Whoa. God damn it, that sounds so familiar. I know. I'm, I'll say the next line if you guys don't get it. Born again, hooligan, only to be king again. That's not that's, the tempo. <laughs> that's but. not how it goes? Hmm. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Oh, the Fugees. Fugees. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of the album? Uh, The score? Yeah, Papa's nice. Yeah, dog. Oh, never got that. 
I remember uh, my neighbor, that family, uh, Benji, the youngest, got that album for his birthday one year. Yeah. <laughs> and they they never took it out of the shrink wrap. That day he got it, he just put it behind him on a ledge by like a vanity or whatever, and it stayed there for 17 years. <laughs> I vaguely remember that. Yeah, I was debating on doing that or uh, the miseducation of Lauren Hill. I was like, I'll throw the whole Fuji's in. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a good album. I, it's a yeah, it's a pretty great album. Killing Me Softly was the oh cover. yeah yeah. Didn't yeah. uh why Clef Jean was in the Fugees? Yeah, and didn't he like defraud Haiti for a whole bunch of money? Yeah, didn't that happen. Yeah, sometimes Allegedly. you do things you don't. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you steal a bunch of money from countries. You know, <laughs> you know it happens. How things goes? We got, we've all been there. Yeah, we've all been there. All right, well there you go. The Fugees, the score, excellent pick, Doctor Scientist. Thank you. That's going to take us into our favorite segment of every week, which is Search Hop Slaps. Who would win in a fight? Who's going to fight? I don't know, but I picked the winner at the show. Oh, I was going to go with go, but show is so much better. So much <laughs> better. Great. We all know who the improv genius is in this group. Oh, yeah. I took I took some classes at Upright Citizens Brigade. Oh, brag. <laughs> <laughs> Every week, we ask Sir Chum Slap three who would win to fight questions. One from the game we just discussed, one from gaming in general, and one from history <laughs> one or from celebrity or <laughs> fictional people. So for the game we just talked about, I'm thinking who would win Battle Royale three-way fight with the oh. three kids, Lock, Shock, and Barrel? I was thinking he was going Oogie or Oogie, or I don't even know how he says Oogie it. Or the- Oogie or the... I didn't want to have to say the name again. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, Lock, Shock, and Barrel. Which one's which? Locks the little guy with the barrels. The, the devil mask girl. No, shocks the girl. Okay, and barrels the fat one, the little fat one. It's kind of roly poly. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna go with shock because I think she's the oldest. Mm. She's the biggest. She seems the scrappiest too. Yeah, she can really fuck up those two little dorks. Yeah, she's always in the middle good. too. Yeah. Definitely, definitely shock. If that's her name, she was voiced. Yes, you are correct. That is shock. Okay, <laughs> and I didn't know she was she was voiced by Catherine O'Hara in the original one. Really? Yeah, yeah she kind of. I'm gonna have to watch it now. <laughs> I just watched it. <laughs> really? Yeah, and I don't know. Oh Jesus Christ! Danny Elfman, mm-hmm. the composer who did the music for this, you know, he did a bunch of, of mm-hmm. famous movies. Used to be in the fucking band. Uh, Oingo Boingo. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> he uh, he plays. He does the voice of Barrel in the movie. And the voice of Locke, the devil guy, is fucking Paul Rubens. Get the fuck out. Yeah, this is a... Wow, all right. That's neat. But there you go. You've got shock winning. So from gaming in general, who do you think would win between Laura Croft of Tomb Raider fame versus Tracer? Which Laura Croft? Oh. Um, I'm going to say... We'll say the new one. Fine. The Ooh. rise of the 2018 one? The, the grittier one. Who's the tra- gritty rebooted Laura Croft. Who's Tracer from Overwatch or what? Uh, she has the yellow tinted goggles. I don't know anything about her, but... I don't know what you're talking about. She's in Overwatch, I think. Oh. Yes. Yeah. I only know D.Va. The yeah, one that's not D.Va. <laughs> yeah. or, or the medic. Who's yeah, I was going to say, the medic is the only other one I can think of. You'd know her if you saw a picture of her, but anyway. She's on the cover of the game. Yeah, yeah. She's- <laughs> uh, I'm guessing her because... She's got like special moves and stuff, right? They all have their own special moves yeah. in Overwatch World. And guns. Well, Laura Croft's got guns. She's got, Laura Croft's got guns for days. Yeah. Like Uzis and shit. I remember dual wielding Uzis in the old ass games. That was great. Do you remember? There was a point in that game where you shot a T Rex, right? Like you fought yeah. Yeah. a T Rex. Okay. If you're interested, I think we have an episode done. But don't? No. That was like the prototype. Never got we, released. I thought we did that one. All right. Never mind. Right? I think that was because we we did two prototype episodes, and I don't think we ever released Tomb Raider. Yeah, the other one we ended up redoing was Jack and Daxter, right? I don't, I don't know. Whatever. I, I thought we all right. It doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, Tracer's gonna kick Laura Croft's ass. That's some real inside baseball shit. <laughs> <laughs> Only us three know about this. Yeah, exactly. The lost episodes. I know we did one of the games. Maybe that was Parasite Eve. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, we, that was not a lost episode. No, we redid it. No, we redid it. We redid it, and then redid it again. Yeah. That's what redid means. Redone. <laughs> Redux. You're saying we recorded Parasite Eve twice? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was one of the first episodes. Whatever. Who cares? Does, yeah. <laughs> Tune in next week for Tomb Raider. <laughs> I thought we did that, but I could be wrong. No, I don't think we ever no, did. No, I don't think we ever officially did it. 
Because mm-hmm. someone requested it not too long ago, I think, on Instagram. Good. I got to get better at looking at that. Let me tell you what. I don't know. Wait, we did do Tomb Raider, episode 66. We I redid we did. Tomb Raider. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. We never did The 13. OG Tomb Raider, not the reboot Tomb Raider. Right, right. Jesus Christ. Okay, well. well that, was, that was a waste of 10 minutes. Yeah, who gives a shit? Tracer Anyway, wins, so right? the third fight. <laughs> uh, the third fight from celebrity video game movies. This is movies. I'm fictional characters. Who do you think would win between Patrick Bateman of American Psycho mm-hmm. fame versus Alex DeLarge from Clockwork Orange? I'm going to go with Patrick. I think Alex was just a, I don't know, he's a little bitch. He is, it felt like Alex kind of did, like, found himself in situations and did an awful thing. Yeah. But Patrick Bateman, like, went out to do awful shit. Yeah, but Patrick Bateman didn't actually do any of it. He did all didn't of it. Didn't he? We don't know. He I did. never read the book. I can't read, so I I only saw the movie. He almost killed a cat. He almost fed it to an ATM. Yeah. Almost. Yeah, which is worse than anything Alex did. (laughs) Got a point. (laughs) All right, so you're going going with Bateman? Yeah. Yes, definitely go with Bateman. Well, there you go. If someone else has a different opinion or can tell us what we talked about in that Tomb Raider episode, where can (laughs) they send that email to, Sir Chompslap? Send it to plottytime at gmail.com. And if you got any requests, hit, hit me up. Yeah, absolutely. And if you want to get to us faster on the socials and talk to us, where would they do that, Dr. Scientist? At Plotty Time on Instagram and Twitter. Or stop by the subreddit and say hi and give us a picture of Bronson Pinchot fighting Prince and Broncho. <laughs> Playing disc golf. Perfect. <laughs> Playing disc golf. Jesus. Uh, yeah, you can also go to YouTube, like, and subscribe there. It really helps us out. We're, up, we're almost at 100 people. We got 92. <laughs> nice. Maybe more by the time this airs. Who knows? Uh, let's get that hundo. Let's get on it, people. And then uh, <laughs> you can also go to our official store, plottytime.com, which takes you to our eBay storefront, which is where we sell stuff. Guys, the derfing shirts. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we need to sell them. Losing my ass on this. Come on. Man. This is, uh, yeah, my ass is out. This <laughs> and and if, if we hit 100 YouTube subscribers, we'll open a pack of Desert Storm cards on, on podcast. Yes, yes. We discussed them briefly last time. We do have a brand new pack of the Pro Set. I think it's Series 2. Oh, those are harder to come by, guys. Yeah. You know you want that. Tell your friends to sign up. (laughs) So uh, that does it for us. So as always, shout out to Blaine, JJ, Rago the Slago, Ham Man, and the man in our hearts, Louise Guzman. We love you. Don't trust Dr. Scientists, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace.